Okay, I'm gonna try to explain my point of view and my opinion and my ideas about the future and the current uh, world situation. I'm gonna try to be as uh, broad as possible um, because there is many parameters like political, economical, uh, cultural, scientifical and biological and many, many. Like it's a very system, like we have to understand. It's systemic, like we have to understand all, all the, like almost everything to have a good idea about what's going on. So it's a very broad su subject. I'm going to try to be as... Um, efficient <laughs> um, I'm not gonna go too much into the detail uh, I will uh, may most likely or probably talk further in details uh, later in another podcast for some subjects uh, so Talking a little bit about my source and when I get my information for. Uh, basically, I try to get as much information as possible and then I kind of make a trend from this and also some information have a bigger weight than others. So I try to be careful about who to trust and who not to trust. Um, like it's interesting to look at the interests people have to say some information and there is not many people who have interest into talking about these kind of things because of course it's not very uh, economically <laughs> interesting to say that we are gonna stop uh, getting free things from the world <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the source of information is very important, uh, I just try my best and I have my own subjectivity, I don't deny this. Um, still I get information from professionals, like there is people who uh, officially study these kind of things and I've been listening to a lot of things. Um, I would specifically mention Thinkerview, which is a, Fren a French podcast, which is very interesting. They are, uh, it will be my first and my best uh, source of information because they are interviewing professionals. Uh, and they interview for like from one to three hour, maybe four hour. So they have time to to discuss deeply, uh, to develop the ideas and the explanation. And the interviewer is very aware about many things, so it's very interesting discussions. Unfortunately, it's in French, so I'm, but I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna make podcast about and like summaries about this and translate some things and 
So yeah, I think your view is kind of meant to to change this trend of stupid uh, information you can find on the TV and on the medias. They want to raise the level of uh, cleverness and they are specifically interested into the world situation um, make anticipating and yeah and there is a little fun fact about Thinkerview they have the, um, the symbol uh, of Thinkerview is a black swan and you can check on Wikipedia the, um, the theory of the black swan it's because of this, because of the theory of black swan it's uh, a black swan is um, I don't remember if it's Adolf Huxley uh, whom anyway it is um, an unpredictable event which have a huge impact like a little thing that is unpredictable and would change everything for example internet is one of them And this is interesting to understand when you are trying to guess and to predict the future. Like, of course, uh, we can't predict anything. We can just see some trends and assumptions, but never be too confident about your guesses on the future. It's very highly un 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 unpredictable. So this is good to to understand when we are talking about the future. Like um, there is no hard truth about the future. It's only unpredictable, only uncertain, and it's more uncertain than certain. There is still many things we don't understand, and many things we can't predict, specifically human behaviors. Um, so yeah, I'm not specifically important, I'm not professional, I don't have any authority, so it's just my opinion of a citizen who's concerned about this and interested in the truth. Also, from my point of view and from what I understood, because um, I've learned about studies about uh, how to talk about this subject because when you give a lot of facts negative facts and it very yeah negative facts it can be very overwhelming for people uh, so this is what scientific scientist does is they look at the fact and they don't have the emotional side of this because they are very rational, like you have the fact and this is a problem and now this is how and now it's how do you solve it um, this is how I, we, I don't know if I would consider myself a scientist but it's a mindset like it's a, yeah it's a mindset uh, you, you have to you must not be afraid about negativity if you want to truly understand the problem. Otherwise you get biased and your solution is biased and you're not solving the problem anymore. 
So, yeah, it's important not to be afraid about how bad, to, to understand how bad it is and not to be biased. And it's it's not about, I mean, I know it's depressing. I've been depressed for this myself and it took a long time, multiple years for me to to be alright with all of this information and all this situation. So it's not easy to, to learn about and if you are listening to this you are already very brave. Um, but just so you understand, when you listen to these facts, it's from a scientific point of view, so it's not about feeling, uh, it's not about feelings. It's about you have the facts and now you can think about the solutions according to the facts. I don't know if I'm clear, but but this is interesting. Like Some people have noticed that at some point, if you want to make change, you have to convince people and you have to make people aware about this. And if you give them all the facts, like the rude and crude fa facts, they just they are just scared and afraid and they don't want like they, they are avoiding it and denying denying it. So the solution is to is to tell a story, to to give um, a path, a way, so people can put meaning in this and to understand where it's going and they can process the information. So there is, so maybe for me it's one of the most important thing. It is how we are talking about this. Um, yeah, we need a story, a tale, and to understand that this is a challenge. This is good. Uh, we must overcome this, and we are gonna. That's all we are gonna do. <laughs> so, what are the facts? There is many, many, many facts, many ways. Everywhere you look, you can, feel, you can see problems. So this is very scary. Um, yeah, there is energy, there is food, there is water. Um, sea level rising, like, um, fluid and dryness, chemical and plastic pollutions. The, the mass extension of the animals, insects, plants, like we are officially in a state of um, mass extension caused by humans, because everything on Earth basically is, is decreasing, like all the living things are decreasing. Maybe only humans are still increasing. <laughs> And that's something we, we can talk uh, as well about. Um, the, talk about when and how human will decrease. Because at some point, um, it will. It will most likely decrease. And it's complicated because... So, first, because you you see this as a number, but in fact, it means 
thousand and two thousand people dying. Um, so when you see today in the news, you never hear about such numbers. Uh, so it might it might happen in the future, and for other reason, I mean for about why I don't know. Maybe it's um, maybe it's gonna be for from starvation and or um, uh, too hot. Like from if the I think if the temperature is above forty degrees Celsius and the humidity is above uh, eighty or ninety percent. Uh, the the human body cannot cool itself and basically you die. Uh, it can also be because of wars, people moving from one place to another, and you some places doesn't want to host and accept more people, <clears throat> so they have to say no. You don't you don't come here, and this may lead to wars and death which will be pretty complicated. Um, something interesting to understand is that there is a delay in the climate change. Um, the effects on the climate we are experiencing today has been caused by the, the fact of two or some year, several years ago. So the the pollution we are making today is going to take effect in some year, in a few years. So there is like a big delay. So even if you solve the problem this year, we, we will still have um, some years of bad climate change, decrease of the, on the situation. Um, the most scary thing for me, and the most important, is the snowball effect, or the feedback effect, or the exponential effect. It's that the climate change and everything, I don't know what how to, how to name it, like is it climate change or even uh, ecological crisis, uh, <laughs> environmental crush, I don't know collapse um anyway all of these things are feeding themselves the more um for example when there is ice melting uh in the south hemisphere uh under the ice there is some black uh ground and the black ground are um saving the heat in itself, like the black color are absorbing the heat and they, they are kind of storing it. They are storing the heat and this is making ice melt even, even faster and it's making the earth warmer. Uh, there is many things, for example, uh, as simple as uh, plants, since they are not adapted to live in uh, different climates, they die and they are useful to cool and to regulate 
the climate. So the less plant and animals there is, the most change in the temperature there is. Uh, for example, plants are helping the water to go in the ground. So if you don't have um, if you don't have plant, the water are just is just flooding, and it's not going in the ground, and so you don't have um, I don't know the English for this, but you know this like this big cave uh, in the ground filled by edible water and we are using the water from this this is not filling so drinkable water might be very rare in the future and this is maybe one of the most important things like the consumption of water is huge just to 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 extract minerals and metals from the ground that we we need to make electrical cars and electrical components and this very important technology doing this is using huge amount of water um, so yeah extraction of energy and minerals and metals are polluting and when pollution is making climate change we are we are using more um, cooling system more air conditioning and this is using electricity and electricity costs energy so it's like a loop uh, feedback loop and and yeah like we are just increasing the effect and the consequences and at some point it's very scary because if we keep doing going like this it's gonna crush very quickly it's gonna be very fast and very brute very rude and it's gonna be violent and we don't want this we want something as uh, smooth as possible so yeah something that is very triggering me is uh, electrical vehicles uh, when they say that is it's not polluting but it's just moving the pollution from one place to another so they can survive a little bit more in the big city because the air is not polluted by the by the gas but in the meanwhile in meanwhile in another place in the world there is a mine which is destroying wildlife and everything around it's destroying rivers land and people are forced to move So, yeah, it's obvious, but there is, we, we've been, we've always been living in thinking about, not even thinking about the finitude of elements, 
like fuel and water and food in the past decade or in the past generation they've been consuming like it's unlimited and now we are kind of we are kind of forced to live about to forget about this um this comfort because it's actually finite like limited and we have to deal with this limit and to forget about the dream of the dream of comfort and this utopia or maybe it's an utopia but it's a dream that our parents had and we have to to change it to destroy it and sometimes it can be very painful because it was a beautiful dream right it was so much food so much so much comfort so much machine machines slave machines and now it seems like we are going in another direction which is much more painful and much more difficult like um working hard on the on the field and basically just not being being able to use machines and oil and electricity as much as they did or as much as we plan to do i don't know how it's going to be exactly but it's going to be i think something like this um so yeah everyone every or any um every one of these subjects can be explained very much further uh like dryness and flooding sea level rising mass extension um chemical pollution on the ground plastic pollution on the ground and on the sea water consumption and water stock um electrical components production fossil fuel um mass population like it's crazy like like africa right now is is going for the rise for the boom of population so po- world population is going always increasing faster and everyone is consuming more so it seems like we are going right to the wall to me and people are not convinced they are not aware about this it's pretty crazy that it's to me it's because they are not able to to understand the consequences and they are not able to, to to project themselves in the future they are focused in the present which is also important very important it's even maybe more important that's right but if you keep going like this in the present there will be no future and i refuse to purposely die or purposely sabotage uh, 
life, it's insane to consciously make children kids while being aware about this. I am I am surprised to see people like young father and young mother polluting heavily and not caring about climate change and all of this. It is true that it is not our fault. It's, we are not responsible. But still you can do some things. It's very important to change the mindset of the people and of the population. If, you, if people don't accept and keep producing and consuming like this, it's not going to change. And if people don't accept it, it will be forced. And if it's forced, it's not going to be very enjoyable. It's going to be potentially violent and painful. So you don't want it to be forced. Yeah, I really don't like this. It's kind of a philosophy, like... You don't care about the future, you only care about the present. And I think it's complicated, there is a balance, because when you are anxious about this, one of the solutions is to focus on the present. But still you can do the right things in the present. Like, yes, you focus on the present, but your acts must rely on your idea of the future, right? Um, so, yeah, like, you can focus on the present while being aware of this. And... Like, you could be in, in the present not doing anything about it, and in the present doing something about it. So being in the present is not really a problem or solution. It's, it's kind of something else. But yeah, the mindset of people is very important. Uh, this is something I want to talk uh, deeper, because there are some people who are uh, actively making change, they are making new ways of education, new ways of production, new way of consumption. But it's not working because they don't have customers. People are not ready yet for this because they are they have they are still in this dream of infinite consumption and comfort. Everyone wants to be... I don't know what everyone wants to be, but... Everyone wants good comfort. Like a big car, a lot of electrical things. So... 
so uh, if you are depressed or anxious about this um, I would recommend uh, wait a second yeah I would recommend to like focusing on the present is a way but also focus on the positivity and try to um, try to be surrounded and to get information by people who are also concerned about this people who are doing something about this it's important to act and to do something will make you feel much better and the more you act um, it's a, a good um, feedback loop if you, you yeah you will get information about how it's going on how it's improving like now there is already many companies um, that are working and association as well they are working from change in, in a good way and some people are very hopeful they are giving hopes for example um, Pablo Servigne uh, he's a climatologue he's studying the, the collapsing of the, of, the, of the civilization and he says that the more stressed you are the more you cooperate. So don't think that humans are gonna fight against each other. I mean, it might happen, but in a complicated situation, humans are cooperating and helping each other because this is a survival mechanism. This is the most important survival mechanism, actually. When you look in the nature, every species is cooperating with other ones it's everything is connected and so humans are connected like we need each other we don't we can't survive on, on alone so yeah people are helping each other people are doing some things so yeah you can read about Pablo Servigne and also Gunter Pauli uh, Gunter Pauli is so he's a little bit controversial. Some people say um, this is greenwashing, this is bullshit and just uh, irrealistic dreams. But he's um, it's up to you to to decide. Anyway, he's working actively uh, to change things. And he's doing this in a very smart way. Basically, he says that change must happen um, by replacing what is already existing. Like, we, we can't destroy what is existing right now and then make something else. Otherwise, it's going to be very painful and a big crisis. So we need to make something new and it will naturally replace what was there before. 
so it's very important like don't think too much about uh, destroying what is bad but making more of what is good and then it will naturally change in a good way I think this is a very good point so Gundopoli he's a he makes a lot of company and it's he's crazy he's like a a little bit crazy but but his ideas are very bright and so interesting he gets inspired by nature and how nature um, cooperates and how it works and he increase the the exchanges of uh, cooperation among multiple things such as bacteria, animals, insects, plants. He makes business out of this. Like for example, um he used seaweed to produce gas and to clean the seawater from plastic. And so and like there is so many so basically he makes um production and at the same time he's cleaning the environment and producing animals and plants and insects and basically he works he works with insect and all of these biological things and he makes them work together and it's like a beneficial uh, loop, I would say. For example, he makes um, electrical components that are made out of um, natural uh, materials. So it's like biological materials to to make electrical components. Um, he makes a lot of mushrooms uh, out of the veggie uh, biological uh, garbage he makes mushroom and that are edible make pesticides from plants and many things and when you hear about it it's it's like wow it's very it's a nice story and he's been confronted by the mindset of people he's one of them who made a society company that is going in the right direction but people are not using this it's not working because of people so now he's what he's doing is he's making stories to inspire kids in school basically he makes little stories for kids so he's changing the mindset of people this is already applied in China, for example. And so he's working in all over the world. And from what he says, he doesn't work with government. He works with cities and regions and states. But government is not, is not very interesting. Um, and from what he says, he says that... USA are not 
willing to change. They don't want to forgive about their comfort. And this is very complicated. And this is why I'm very specific, um, pessimistic. Is because it's a world matter. And we don't have a world organization. And we, ha we don't have a world un unity. So even if everyone makes the best, we can still have like the United States um, doing polluting and and destroying everything. I don't have numbers, but numbers are very scary. Um, I want to talk a little bit about pessimist um, people who doesn't believe this or the arguments against. Like, people say that we will adapt, or that technology will save us, or that human always survived. Human always survived is an interesting um, argument. Because it very, it's, it's very irrational. It's not because you've, you've, you've been surviving so far that you will f survive in the future. Like surviving is based on facts and on a logic. And recently, in the past world crisis, the results uh, to solve the, the crisis, it was an increase of energy consumption. And now, if we keep on increasing this energy consumption, we are obviously gonna all gonna die. Like the, the I didn't even talk about the, the 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 sea life, that is terrible, and it's like the most important. Like the sea is responsible of seventy percent of the oxygen. Um. So to me, the the arguments who say that it will be fine, they are just illogical, like and illogical and or not important, not not powerful enough, not convincing enough. To me, it's more like um, a denial of something that is scary, that is something that is hard, hard to understand and hard to accept, and like accept that the future is gonna be different than what you thought and harder than what you thought. Um, also we can talk about rich people who are of course they are not gonna give up for their, for their comfort. Uh, rich people are very comfortable and they are safe but something I don't understand is I don't un I don't understand if they realize that when the climate will be like I don't know five degrees change and all the wildlife and the plants will be destroyed. I don't know what kind of life do they want to live, and uh, they don't have. Maybe they will survive another thirty years, fifty years. But I don't know how their child will survive. I don't know when they will understand that they are also concerned 
there's this problem and I wonder if they care about their, their kids. I think they live in such a bubble that they, they don't realize. Because yes, this is very tricky that you don't see the problems. You live in the city, you live in a internet, you, you don't see the pollution, you don't see people starving, sea level rising, the, the food production, <laughs> the, the world crisis, <laughs> all of this. You don't see this. So yeah, there is like a big difference between what you hear, what you... like between the, the facts, the numbers and the reality which is still the same like in the present it's still the same so I am afraid of a very rude change like, yeah, because when you understand how the, the present works it's not very easy. It's it's actually very simple and a little bit stupid. It can be destroyed very easily. So yeah, another thing about the positivity is that um, there there is young engineer engineer um, they are going. They are moving to small cities and leaving the big cities and they are working on their local uh, local life, basically. So this is very good and I think this is what we should do is to focus on different cities and stop living in big cities. Um something very important to understand uh, that Gunter Poli is al also explaining is that there is not, not one solution um, because diversity is very important we must preserve diversity diversity of thoughts of gender of, of culture of everything um, so Every place have a different solution, depending on the on the plants, on the animals, on the on the local climate. Uh, so there is not one solution, but many solutions that you have to find for each place. And this is a challenge. So yeah, it's important to understand the importance importance of diversity. Mm. I think I'm pretty much done. I want to say that my dear contemporary, living in this era is is not easy, and it's quite a challenge. And <laughs> we are in this together. And um, whatever happened, I think it's worth to wait for it and to watch it. I'm very curious about what it's gonna be. Internet is still very young. And 
yeah, everything is changing very fast. That's it, I'm done for now. Um, if you want me to talk about something specific, or if, or if you have question, or if, or if you want to talk about something, uh, I will leave a way to contact me somewhere. Uh, and I will gladly do. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.